I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Unless you've been holed up in Annie Wilkes' cabin for the last 50 years, having your limbs broken one by one and trying your darndest to bash out your own bestseller, you will know the name Stephen King. Often heralded as the definitive horror fiction writer, King has penned almost as many horrors as Nicolas Cage has starred in films, 61 to date, with around 200 short stories. To say the man does not take a break is a crying understatement, and King has said himself that he writes every single day of the year. Having tried his severed hand at film, theater, music, and philanthropy, it's no wonder then that the King of Horror has more than a few tricks up his sleeves and skeletons in the closet. Skeletons that will wonder and wow even the most attentive of fans. I'm Will for What Culture, and here are 10 things you didn't know about Stephen King. 10. He's a longtime contributor to pornography magazines. Stephen King began his writing career pitching short stories to a range of men's magazines, some of which are now defunct. Throughout the 1970s, King published stories in Playboy, Penthouse, Adam, and others. These stories have since been brought together and published as the potentially tongue-in-cheek Night Shift short story collection. That, however, is not the end of his foray into the risque end of the literary scene. Playboy have long been known as proprietors of the arts and have maintained a long relationship with King since his first interview for them in 1983. As recently as 2009, King has pieces published with the Porn Titan, securing a rare spot of narrative poetry he called The Bone Church in that year's November edition. 9. He Can't Remember Writing Cujo Known for his reckless, drug-and-booze-soaked early writing life, Stephen King took his addictions to new heights in the 1980s. While writing Cujo, King locked himself in his study, drinking beer and snorting cocaine ad infinitum. His substance abuse was so bad that he has since claimed he can barely, if at all, recall writing Cujo, which is a shame given the novel and subsequent film's commercial success. Following the novel's publication, King's family staged an intervention, clearing out the beer cans, cigarette ends, grams of cocaine, and prescription drugs from his study and confronting him with the evidence of what he was doing was deeply damaging his life. As a result, King has been sober and teetotal since the late 80s. 8. He gave Dr. Sleep the go-ahead it's no secret that Stephen King really disliked Stanley Kubrick's adaptation of The Shining, which is why Dr. Sleep director Mike Flanagan, who was heavily influenced by Kubrick, approached him to sign off on using aspects of Kubrick's film. 
Following on from Kubrick's film was important because Flanagan wished to use the Overlook Hotel in his otherwise faithful Doctor Sleep adaptation, which was destroyed in the original novel of The Shining. Luckily, after hearing Flanagan's pitch and reading the screenplay, King was happy enough with the content's treatment and Flanagan's intention to finish what King started by destroying the Overlook once and for all. Once he had King's blessing, Flanagan pulled together a film that did justice to both the Doctor Sleep book and the Shining film. Thankfully, King loved Doctor Sleep and even said it warmed his feelings towards Kubrick's original movie. 7. He owns a radio station WKIT is a rock and roll station in Bangor, Maine, which is owned by Stephen King and his wife Tabitha. Originally established in 1979 as WGUI, WKIT is now known as Stephen King's Rock Radio Station. Though the station transitioned to classic rock in 1990, it regularly features a wide variety of rock-based programs, including sub-genre hours such as Underground Garage and Time Warp, and talk-based shows such as In the Studio and Off the Record, which host interviews with a variety of rock stars. The station even turns up in King's novel 112263, when the time-traveling main character returns to the present day to discover one of the people he saved in the past now works as a disc jockey for the radio station. 6. He initially abandoned Carrie Drawing from King's experiences working as a teacher at Hamden Academy in Maine, he penned the first draft short story of Carrie with the intention of publishing it with Cavalier. Dissatisfied with his initial draft and feeling that both the story and character were going nowhere, owing much to the fact that he was uncomfortable with writing from a young female perspective, King scrapped the typewritten story. As this was the good old days of hard copy, his wife Tabitha King found the draft in their waste bin and persuaded Stephen to keep writing and expand it into a full-length novel. The rest is history, as Carrie became King's first published novel and an all-time horror classic, spawning a number of films and adaptations, and inspiring several generations of writers and directors when creating their own gothic worlds. 5. He wrote a musical with John Mellencamp Southern Gothic musical Ghost Brothers of Darkland County was written by John Mellencamp, T-Bone Burnett, and the man himself, Stephen King. Centering around an almost Christmas Carol-style conceit, the musical sees two brothers with a long-standing feud sent to a haunted cabin where they must convene with the ghosts of two other dead brothers who were in a similar predicament. If that wasn't weird enough, a soundtrack for the musical was released featuring Sheryl Crow, Elvis Costello, and Taj Mahal, to name but a few. Ghost Brothers of Darkland County debuted at the Alliance Theatre in Atlanta, Georgia in 2012, before going on tour in late 2013 across the southern USA. While the musical opened to mixed reviews and ran for a relatively short spell, presumably never to be resurrected, there is a certain absurd beauty to living in a world where a King Mellencamp collaboration is even possible. 4. He wrote the greatest movie of all time. One of the best and worst kept secrets of Hollywood is that Stephen King actually wrote the original novella that 1994's The Shawshank Redemption is based on. It's called Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption. Whether Shawshank is the greatest movie of all time is up for debate, but it was certainly voted so in Empire Magazine's 2006 poll of over 20,000 readers. Nonetheless, the novella, published in 1982, has received little to none of this popularity, with many still not even knowing that King's story was the genesis for this timeless masterpiece of cinema. But the trail doesn't even end there, as the novella itself has been said to be an adaptation of Leo Tolstoy's God Sees the Truth But Waits. 3. His name was Richard Bachman 
Stephen King published many works under the name of Richard Bachman in the first decade and a half of his career as a means of getting around the one book per year rule that most of his publishers imposed on him. It wasn't until 1985 that his pseudonym became publicly known, and at this revelation, he retired the name Richard Bachman from regular publication. That didn't stop King putting out the occasional book in this name throughout the rest of his career, with their author blurbs claiming them posthumous discoveries of the fictional author's fictional widow. The man pictured on the book jackets, credited as the author under the Bachman name, is actually Richard Manuel, the insurance agent of Kirby Macaulay, King's literary agent. Two, he directed a film. Perhaps one of the moments Stephen King would rather forget, and which, for the most part, the world has forgotten, is his feature-length directorial debut, Maximum Overdrive. The comedy horror film sees Emilio Estevez and co go toe-to-toe -to -toe with all manner of suddenly animate machines, including an ATM machine, a lawnmower, an electric hairdryer, and a host of trucks. So far, so good. Well, no. Critics and audiences didn't think so. The film tanked so badly it didn't come close to making its modest 7 million budget back. What perhaps didn't help was the eyewitness reports stating King was high on cocaine and other substances throughout production and had no background in film whatsoever. Still, what happens in the 80s stays in the 80s, right? Maximum Overdrive ended up being King's only foray behind the camera, but it is no surprise why. King swore thereafter never to take the director's chair again, and has since satisfied himself with cameos and pen work. And number one, he is a really good person. Stephen King is a really good bloke. Not one to squirrel away his riches, King founded the Stephen and Tabitha King Foundation with his wife, a private non-profit that awards grants of around $2.8 million per year in his home state of Maine. But that's not all. Stephen King donates around $4 million every year to various organizations who really need the money, including fire stations, art organizations, and libraries. Take, for example, his contribution of $3 million in 2013 to help save the Bangor Public Library, on top of him previously giving them $2.5 million to erect a new wing. In 1992, he also donated to the building of the Sean T. Mansfield Stadium for baseball in Bangor, with the only condition attached to the money being that he should be able to see one of their scoreboards from his own house. Despite being known for writing some of the most grisly stuff imaginable, when it comes to real life, King is a pretty great dude. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 